I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. Last summer, some of you may remember that we shared a mini episode that focused on anti-racism resources. So a year on, we wanted to do another episode to not only recap those resources, but also share the actions that we've taken and resources that we found useful on our journey to be actively anti-racist and hold ourselves to account. Um, Do you want to kick off and share what resources you've been using? Yeah, so I think like you said, it's important that we treat this as an ongoing journey. And one thing I found really helpful is actually enjoying fiction um, and using fiction as a way to learn more about different experiences and different lives. And it's also particularly when it's written by black authors, I think it's a nice way to support um, the black community in a way that also supports the arts. Um, Mm -hmm. The books in particular that I've really enjoyed, I think I've actually probably recommended most of them along the way on the podcast, Um, but Homegoing by Yajessi, is one of the most phenomenal books I've ever read um, and gives a really in-depth look at the history of slavery, um, the experiences of black people both in Ghana, in um, America and so many different experiences. It was just a phenomenal read. I also really enjoyed Queenie by Candace Carty-Williams, which is kind of the is a very very different story they're not comparable in any way um really but it was a really good way for me to understand in like modern society in a in a circumstance that on the surface might look similar to mine how my experience could be so different to that of a black woman or a woman of color and it was just a really wonderful read and I thoroughly enjoyed it I think there's something really nice about and really important about enjoying um the fiction and the stories and the art that is creative created around becoming actively anti-racist as well as sitting there and doing the more factual reading as it were yeah I agree and I'm not always someone that can easily sit down and pick up a non-fiction book but being able to still understand those experiences through the the stories that are told in fiction books is so helpful to understanding that picture as a whole Mm, totally um I have I say recently it was a couple of months ago discovered an Instagram page that's called anti-racism daily and if you follow simple politics in the UK it's a similar resource in that it really breaks down and helps you understand small sections and nuances of racism and individual issues and conflicts that are arising some in the news and some that you might not otherwise hear about um but it does really helpful infographics um in relation to global race issues police brutality marginalization of people of color um different ethnic communities but they also have a really amazing daily newsletter that you can subscribe to on their website it covers those issues that don't necessarily make it to the mainstream news or that you might not otherwise see reported in mainstream media but still shines a light on them and helps you understand the nuances of what is going on behind them the history that's perhaps evolved behind them any related um, court cases or 
legal hearings in relation to it, and then also places that you can support, whether that's supporting a business or making a donation or signing a petition. It basically, it's extremely helpful if you are trying to take steps to be actively anti-racist, but you you struggle to kind of know where to start and find a direction. It really helps you with that. Their Instagram page is really great and I found it really helpful. So we will link that one and a couple of others in the um, resources doc as well. One thing that I've started doing in the past year, because it isn't just learning, it's also taking action, um, is I've started to financially support Black Minds Matter. I know not everyone's in a position to financially support charity, but if you are, then this is a really brilliant charity to help. And um, I started to support them as part of their challenge to I think it was to get 25,000 people to donate five pounds um to help basically get everyone who was still on the wait list for um therapy and counseling services off the wait list and actually seeing someone um and I have signed up I've I donate a bit more than that each month and I've signed up for it to be a recurring direct debit because actually for someone like me in my position I'm very fortunate and I can afford that and actually it's the price of maybe a couple of coffees I would have bought um, otherwise and it's those small changes that add up. Um, they're a brilliant charity so I would recommend um, looking into that if you are if you want to start regularly supporting something but you're not sure which area you want to support. I found that really helpful. I think that's a really good point actually, finding an area that, that resonates with you. Mm. Um Recently, Taylor and I, um, I think about Christmas time, we started donating via um, an account on Instagram that's called Patagonia. And they are a queer environmentalist who basically addresses issues surrounding the community, climate change, but also bringing diversity to the outdoors. And every month or so, they publicize um, smaller charities and smaller causes that are probably not as well known and don't get the coverage that they would otherwise get. Um, but um, Patagonia has over 300,000 followers and not to be confused with the outdoor brand Patagonia. This is Patagonia. Um, so they share these charities and these causes on their platform. And part of what I've discovered through them is another account called intersectional intersectional environmentalist and it was something that I'd been completely unaware of um, until I'd researched it but I'd never considered what a privilege it was to have access to and to be able to enjoy the outdoors um, being able to buy kit to go on a hike or a road trip or to be able to go on on a walk with friends or to go camping um, and Intersectional Environmentalist draws attention to and provides support for groups who give black young people the opportunity to experience the outdoors when they wouldn't otherwise. So anything from like youth camping trips or weekend hikes or anything like that. And that's obviously something that I'm really passionate about and is really close to me. And if that's something that you're interested in, I'd highly recommend checking out both Instagram accounts to learn more about how you might be able to support that cause as well. That's a really lovely cause. I hadn't heard of anything like that before, but um, I think you're right. It's finding something that also resonates with you and also helps to move things forward and educate you and help people at the same time is really important. 
We hope you found this episode helpful and it's um, helped to keep you accountable to becoming more actively anti-racist and the additional resources we've shared have been of use. As always, if you have any resources that you found helpful, please do get in touch and share them with us because we would love to be able to pass that knowledge on. We will be back with our regular episode soon, but in the meantime, please stay safe and we will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.